Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Let's go. Let's go, guys. This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 1, Episode 5. And you know what means for this episode, guys? It's it's MSI week. Finally, we did not get MSI last year because of, you know, world issues. I can't say that word on, you know, YouTube because they just censor you and shit. So, you know, um, let's go. So, how are you guys doing this week, actually? How are you guys I'm doing? All right. I'm unemployed, so I'm 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on in, in your guys' neck of the woods since you're kind of, you know, on a chill time, you know? Uh I actually I'm I'm rendering like well, i I'm rendering like six videos today and uploading them all today. Uh I went I know I, I have a lot of like uh I know Magi and Vega are doing a lot of research right now, and everyone's doing a lot of research for MSI to kind of know what's going on with these minor regions. Um, so what I did for the time that I had to practice casting, mm -hmm. I went and recorded myself solo casting all of the semifinals between Pain Gaming and mm -hmm. um, and yeah. uh, Flamingo down in Brazil, okay. uh, and that was a lot of fun to watch. That was that was just a lot of fun to watch and <laughs> cast. Um, you know, it's kind of so, funny is when I first started the channel, me and my friends were actually going to like thinking about get, getting into it. It's mm -hmm. a lot more like there's, uh, I don't think it's for me, but I know if I put in the work, I could do it. I don't like, are, are you the type of guy that would want to be in the spotlight? Like, let's say like five years yep. from now you apply yep. for riot and then yep. you become the next captain flowers. You really want to be like the spotlight guy. You want to be the guy giving the information and shit like that. Yep. I built, okay. myself, I built myself a performance conversation analysis okay. and psychology. So learning how to be, which is where I've been trying to get my dumbass since we moved out here to Salt Lake to go down to wise guys for the open mics and just get used to being on stage and, and sucking, uh, there so I can, you know, have the in-person part as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I feel like I could do it, but then again, it's like, you know, how long of a sustainable job is that as being a caster, you know? Because no one really talks about that in esports specifically. It's just like the pay for it, benefits, all of, all those other things, you know. But what about you, Warren? What what you want to do in esports besides be a cute, cute looking prophet? Um. <laughs> uh, well, I like to analyze games, so I've been looking at tracking the pros, and I've been looking at um checking through uh Leakpedia for uh, basically. Mm -hmm what's been happening between uh, constant updating over the rosters. Um, because I've been looking at a lot of the, the champions being played um, and in solo queue um, and uh, how the, the teams are performing so far where Latin America is like barely hitting, barely getting out of is like D one while con and con showmaker are, are all GM showmaker is almost 700 uh, challenger within a week of being mm -hmm. there. And C uh, 9 has been pretty performing well with, so from what I've been seeing um, and just, I'm just tracking like champion usage because mm -hmm. in case of what's going to come up in the meta, but, but of course there's always a meta within the, uh, the bracket. So I'm just like watching, that um, in esports, I wanted to be um, working behind the scenes as an analyst because uh, I always I admire Jat a lot. So I try to watch the regions I don't watch is I don't watch Latin America to be quiet. I watch TCL and I actually watch uh, 
some um, CIS because UOL is fun to watch, actually. So yeah. those, are the, those are the minor regions I actually pay attention. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of games in that Russia region. I I realized I just glazed through it today on Wikipedia. I was like, wow, there's it's a no, very it's, it's a very small batch of teams. There. <laughs> but to, I think it's best of threes, I believe, or I, I believe it's best. Of, oh, they do best of threes the whole the whole season. I think I believe so. It's just it's small it's small games, like you said though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been I've been uh, looking at that, uh, and uh, just. Just trying to just look on Reddit to see how to approach uh, the stuff. Like I've been looking at Vigar V2 because mm-hmm. he has stuff. Mm-hmm. He has a Patreon, and um, you kind of need to be anywhere from master. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> what's up, Kofta? How you doing, man? Eating Thai food while watching idiots. Hey, uh, man, I'm a League of Legends genius. What are you talking I, about? From what I've been finding out, if you're ma- you need to be at least master to grandmaster. And then you can have and have, of course, knowledge of league. Mm-hmm. So that's my interest. Um, and with the age mm-hmm. constantly increasing, and and orgs realizing that veteranship and just changing habits of you know scrims can prolong a person's career. Um, I could, I, I, I think age is irrelevant. Um, starting to become irrelevant. So I wanted to actually ask you guys that before we get into the topics is, do you guys think like, you know, you guys watch NBA obviously or traditional sports, you know how guys are like in their 40s and like 30s or something like that or the, you know, you, ha- you hear like the He's older players. <laughs> I'm I'm aware Ray Allen was like ancient I, and still okay. breaking records on the three game. LeBron James like, was 37 if that helps you. Like Steve yeah, Nash yeah, yeah. was like, like, like Steve Nash was like what, 40 when he retired or something like that. So do you guys think we'll have that? What the heck? Do you guys think we'll have that in esports? Yes. You know? Yeah. Well, even the X Games had that. Like, I, I tuned in randomly. I was maybe at like a, a bar, Smoky Bones, but there was a skater who'd been doing it since ever, since, you know, the early days of Tony Hawk. And he was 40 or over and he took gold or whatever at the X Games, you know. And, you know, the guy looks like a dad. He didn't have dad body. He was, he was fit for the job. I, I think, I think it's a yes and a no. It always comes down to like, mm-hmm. The greatest difference between like a league and traditional sports is how much you can physically do. Mm -hmm. And you can physically do way more in esports than you could ever do in real sports. In real sports, like we could not have best of fives (laughs) over and over and over. (laughs) Yeah. Because someone's going to get hurt, someone's going to get injured and die. And, but in esports, you, you listen to, you know, any of the old pros talk about how many games, how many best of fives they did in a day for a tournament for like just a small time land. They're hitting, three four five best of fives mm-hmm. you know in in a day for a tournament so and not to mention you can be, be back yeah you can be grinding the game like 12 hours a day <laughs> like uh what's his name from the lpls t- talking about on the crackdown or on si it's like mm-hmm. yeah you can do way more way more time get way more muscular like proficient mm-hmm. on it um so i, I don't know it, it kind of comes down to you know burnout it comes down to commitment um, cause I know like Hiko over in Valorant, he had a great career in CSGO and now he's got one of the top, you know, two, three, top five teams in an A, uh, which is kind of the major region for, uh, uh, for Valorant right now. So this know. is, this is just how I see it. It's more like, it depends on how good that player is too. Like, you know how you can tell there's like a washed up player and you know, it's basically the team that's carrying them and it's his mind that's carrying him in the game and it's not really him doing it. You know, yeah. that's how I see it, kind of. You know, you well, have those players in like all the regions, though. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, because you you could actually be ascribing that to like X Smithy, who's you know yeah X Smithy high. He's never <laughs> yeah he had he had better mechanics early on or whatnot, but he's mm-hmm. brought so many teams to like championships uh, beyond even just the, his time on TL. He just mm-hmm. has that glue element to his gameplay and mm-hmm. to how he thinks and approaches the game. Like it's his timings, it's his uh, roaming, it's how he pads. And he's he's not playing no crazy you know mechanical mechanical blabber <laughs> shit. It just so happens that blabber also may have combined you know some brain with his mechanics for it to be like you know the go- the goat of jungles for the for our current time. Because um, there was a player like that Looper a long time ago. People don't remember mm-hmm. that guy. He wasn't really the best top laner, and he was already older when he was at his peak quote unquote yeah. and you you eventually just saw him retire and we haven't heard from him since and it's like i i think esports could get to that point where you have like a 40 year old player but it all depends on if their mechanics are up to par because the age does nothing to really do with your, your mechanics it, it really just it depends though because I, I know it can vary in some sense it's like you know reflexes like was it hand-eye coordination when it comes to like certain things and how you actually like you know what's that word i'm looking for oh my god the word is right on the tip of my freaking tongue um, like, like just, just generally how you react to something, you know, it's more easier to react to someone when you're younger than it is when you're older, typically, depending on how you keep your body healthy. Like if, if the pros keep their bodies in a healthy condition, I think, yeah, we could see some esports players being like 35, 40 years old. But then again, could you imagine like <laughs> Sven as a 40 year old dude <laughs> playing on like, he's on all the NA teams <laughs> back to Europe. Well, well, here's my thing. Uh, I think the early days of those eight to 10 hour scrims have shown that that wasn't, well, one, first off, they've started to, if, if you've noticed over the last, I believe, um, three years, I believe. Um, players now have their own apartments because they realize a gaming house was not um, uh, per, like like some people wanted to just come in team and but they just didn't want to be around. Not because it's just like it's I'm cool with you at work, but then when I find how you're, you're like you take a you take your slippers out, you don't wash the dishes, <laughs> like you're kind of dirty, you know, you fart in all over. You walk around. You know, with a G string, you know, we you don't want to. We get it. Your roommates suck. No. Right. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, he's, he's describing a past situation, basically. So like, and then I, I honestly believe that, like, these long ass scrims is not productive. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. you need to. I think a four hour scrim block is enough to. I think even mm-hmm. some one player, I don't know. I'm not sure if it was Double Lift or somebody brought it up that, yeah, like back in the day, you know, we were doing like these long ass scrim blocks and now mm-hmm. it's kind of cut down because we're realizing. We need to rest. We need to go over stuff. We need to, yeah. Um, um, and you know, just kind of have a mental break. I mean, look at look at um, look at how Broxa needed. You know, when Cold came over, he helped him because remember Cold had his issues with Origin and he had to leave. And Broxa said he had a lot of mental fatigue and was uh, having issues with the team. Uh, so I think once I think they're realizing that you can prolong the career. If you have these facilities now that you can meet up and do mm-hmm. things, um, also yeah. the sport. Ever since Weldon kind of you could say um, paved the way for sports psychologists, you know, because a lot of these kids are like coming in at like eighteen, and mm-hmm. you know they never lived on their own. They don't know what it's like and um, getting all this money and having to live up because you know they have expectations. You know they got they got yeah. sponsors, all mm-hmm. this stuff. So I think they're they're going in the right direction. So I can I I I could see. It players get into the 30s soon 40s is going to be a little bit later but i could because i think what was it 
somebody like double if was 27 core jj is like 25 right now so mm -hmm. and they're considered quote unquote boomers and ancient right now but yeah core jj i just looked at his um challenger mm -hmm. his his solo queue he's 1500 challenger right now ranked two Good god yeah, that's why I told people, I don't think your age would determine that, especially for League of Legends when you're sitting down and clicking. I mean, you it are. Depends, it depends on the competitive culture of the region. So True. Mm -hmm. as as uh, as Atar was uh, prescribing or pointing out in, in China um, and kind of in Korea, what those two, what those regions do because of how much they are trying to be competitively viable and China especially has the population to just throw bodies at it, um, <laughs> you end up not having long careers. Like the fact that the the shy has been this relevant for so long is because they had him so young, and and so yeah. if 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 the U.S. if if N if NA or LAC wants to aim for finding all the diamonds in the rough, putting putting them through the burner of fifteen hours a day, millions of scrim blocks and stuff like that to find the diamonds, maximize their use, and but burn them out in two years and not have any long standing you know figures in the scene like we had with Doublelift and Bjergsen who were around for so long. Mm -hmm. um, you can have you could have the conversation. Can um, can an older person do, like do they? Does age really affect your mechanics in the game and your ability to play the game at the top tier? Um, you know, it, it, and and we are waiting for a litmus test to really prove that we're waiting for a team that is of an older age that's taken seriously, that is competitively viable, that wins. Um, so you you end up with a question of: Do you want figureheads and sort of an entertainment version? of mm -hmm. your league or are you actually going to try to somehow match a country that is you know 3x or more the size of yours and the, and the pool that you have to pull from for talent so i mean I, I i'll be interested to see if it happens like i'll be okay i'd be pretty cool you know in five years like oh i can get into a league team make 50k and go from there yeah. oh man yeah i do that you know you have to get a play support on Academy Factory. <laughs> I mean, no, you guys pretty much took all the words out of my mouth. I mean, those are pretty much the exact same things that I, I was thinking. It just depends because, you know, the biggest thing I think a lot of people need to understand with League is it's a mental game, too, which will lead into our first topic, actually, which is it being a mental game. And like some players get so, I wouldn't say they're mentally fragile. It's not the right word to use. I would say, not winning does put a damper on a, com a on a super competitive person's mindset. You know what I mean? Like if you're super competitive at something and you never win anything, isn't that kind of frustrating? Like, like upset. We're, we're talking about just a moment, Alfari. Like Alfari's been quote unquote the best e like Western top laner, along with people like Wonder. You know, Licorice at one point. You know, and he's not won Whippo. anything. Whippo. Well, yeah. I think I think Alfari suffered where he. I mean, I think he talked. He talked about in uh, Travis Gafford that he took a pay cut because he felt confident in the Origin team. Um, it kind of sucks, though, because that Origin team, though, I think it really could have won uh, LEC because if people forget this, if G2 didn't have that super team, Origin did beat Fnatic before they got to that final, though. It, hey, there could have been a is. world where Origin could have won, you know? But it's, <laughs> And that's the that's how the game works, man. It's, it's luck. Coupled with skill, you know, because people say there's no luck in the game. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some luck here. If a team is 10,000 gold ahead and they don't win that game and that team comes back from a 10,000 gold deficit, that's luck. I don't care what no one's. That's some pure I luck right there. A, I just call that a friendly game of catch and release. <laughs> that's, just, that's just, that's just, hey, dad. Thanks. Oh Thanks. 
<laughs> like uh, the only time I've ever seen a 10, 10 K goal lead properly, like taken back and not from like uh, the 10, the, the winning team throwing it was when SKT was like 10 K down, like at worlds or something. Oh, EDG. Yeah. Yeah. Or EDG, yeah. They just find the Oriana. They just take out the AP care like immediately. And mm-hmm. that's just what begins their pullback. It's the only time I've ever seen a 10 K lead yeah. actually pulled back as opposed to just thrown. Like we got to see many times in the LCS this year. Because, like, people argue that there's no luck in the game, don't actually understand the game. Like, if I'm winning and I'm in such an advantageous position, the only way you are able to win is if I massively fuck up. I'll give you guys an example. Game 2, TSM versus Team Liquid, the LCS 2021 Midseason Showdown. The Game 2, TSM are literally at their (laughs) top inhibitor tower, destroying Mm. them and overreach and lose. That's luck. Teal, Teal should not be in a position to win that game. That's luck. There's no other way to describe that. TSM actually just took their heads and slit them off and just threw them at Team Liquid. Like, you know, just an example, guys, uh, as we are. But um, actually, first topic is upset hints at leaving Fnatic. So people don't understand what I meant when I made that video is the way that guy was talking in that video that he even put on himself, he just kind of wants to get paid more money. And even said, you know, Every year it's looking more attractive to play in North America. So he, I, and I said in that video, man, I'm calling it. I think upset leads EU this year if he doesn't win anything. What's the point of staying if you're not going to win anything? Might as well come to an easier region, quote unquote, and play on a team that, you know, could be a little bit more easy for you to win a title. I mean, to be fair, in the top teams, Cloud9, TSM, Team Look 100 Thieves. I mean, 100 Thieves and TL could upgrade their EG. EG, EG too. Don't pay a lot of money for the guy. You know, EG, 100 Thieves, and TL. Has, I mean, upsets would be, I my, in my own personal opinion, would be a pretty good upgrade to either FBI, Tactical, or definitely, especially on EG. If upset was on EG, that's a pretty strong roster there. But, you know, that's just my, or I mean, to be fair, Lost too. If Lost doesn't perform very well, there's, there's, there's a good chance they replace him uh, with that guy. But that depends on Power of Evil getting a green card. So, you know, that's kind of a up-in-the-air situation. But do you guys think upset could you know, possibly leave EU this year if he doesn't win anything because you would think joining Fnatic would get you that win, like that title you you like so crave so much. You don't think he's leaving, dude? No. Fn- no. Fnatic's, Fnatic's reputation is falling apart. Um, Fnatic's budget does not permit them the ability to even, like, they don't even have the ability to really try to buy, like, a championship roster anymore. Like, going <laughs> forward, no, going forward, it's G2 versus Mad Lions versus Rogue. And... That's basically going to be the future of the LEC. Maybe for... MSF if they could get their stuff together. Yeah, yeah I, I waited too long for that. No, I waited way too yeah, long. For yeah, that. but I'm, so, a, yeah, I'm still an MS. I'm sort of. A, <laughs> yeah, this is where this is where upset finding somewhere else to go. Whippo finding somewhere else to go. Selfmade finding somewhere else to go is not surprising. Whippo and Selfmade don't like playing with each other. Um, the only person I'd see Whippo going with is Hillisang, but that's just because they're buddies and they have a decent synergy, but that synergy mm-hmm. is not f- through the whole game like a bot lane would be. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Whippo actually starts putting himself towards mid lane. Um, and so, yeah, Upset just got coming to be speaking English pretty well, coming over to NA to take an ADC role and get a lot of money, considering his ability to find a championship winning roster is really fucking hard at this point. Mm-hmm. Um like who who does he upgrade? Han Sama is at his level or better on given the day for Rogue. Uh Karzi has been quite solid, though dumpstered by perks on Twitter recently. Um, and he got bought get by Han Sama yeah, every yeah, yeah. single yeah, game. Yeah. And then you and then you have and then you have Reckless, like the face of Europe next to Perks mm-hmm. um and like caps. Like 
how are you going to get on a championship roster? It's half the reason like Alfari came over to team liquid. He picked the best team in the NNA and got banked for it and got top two. Like, and that, that series could have gone TL's way in another timeline, you know? If so, Santorin wasn't, you know, sick, I think it's... Yeah, 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 yeah. If Santorin hadn't been sick, that would have been... That That could have changed everything. So, yeah. So, there's, so Alfari has probably been one of the best transplants that turned it out well, because we both know Fabivan on Clutch was its own... Oh, just, Perks, Perks oh. did well, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Must I state <laughs> obvious... Warden's supposed to be our prophet, and he wants well, us to bow to him now or some no, shit. No, well, I think, I think <laughs> what it is is that that EU pride nonsense is going down the hill, like like uh, there's a time where like oh you pride oh you know i'm all g2 and you know we're gonna make it and now you see and even perks i think a while ago was like no nah, i'll stay in eu forever yeah uh two a couple years later he's now in na well, i mean 11 million NA. i mean 11 million dollars i mean that's, that's what i'm saying like <laughs> when the money between, <laughs> between buyout and whatever his agent negotiated for him to and make also, Let's be honest. Like LCS is not is starting to this. I, I wouldn't say it was competitive. I would say that Team Stars kind of stepped up because even like Dig kind of sort of performed. So I, teams are sort of like raising the bar. Thank you, Ashley. A little bit. Um, hey, Ashley. So it's 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 okay. It's like it's not that EU's bad. It's just like we talked about in the other stream where I feel like fanatic and if, if they want to have money, they have to get rid of the Academy team. Like the, cause you remember, we, I think you mentioned that they're getting rid of Academy teams. Like you don't yeah, have to get rid of the requirement for major teams to have Academy. Yeah, teams. That, yeah. that saves them money. If they get rid of their, yeah. I think they should. Let's be all, let's be all would, honest here. Does EU really need Academy teams? Let's be honest here. If the, if the EU master scene is so great, just pick players out of that. Let's be yeah. honest here. Why do they need Academy teams to worry? If it's, if ERLs were this good at producing talent, just pick players out of that. Why it's there? I imagine there could be an argument of having a transition between EURLs and then what's up, Kafta? Welcome to the game. Yo, um, what's up? What's up, man? He was hanging but, out with his wife, guys. He chose his <laughs> wife over us. That's that's a good pick. That's a good pick. <laughs> uh, I, I, I haven't seen her, but I imagine she's a better person than me. Um, <laughs> Love this she's guy pretty cute. Work. She's still eating. <laughs> right. You know, I I feel she carries. That's that's how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. So the only. The only argument you can really run for any for for at least the major orgs to run academies is to help um, transition these regional players and these amateur teams more or less um, into the professional scene. But like Europe's actually had a good a good showing for having rookies come in and become top four talent and top four teams. Uh, regardless of how Mad Lions flopped at Worlds, like that's a full rookie roster. That's a full rookie roster. We we in NA have yet to have a full rookie roster that's worth respecting. And I loved and was yeah because Guardians like all split. Yeah, because I even the Cloud Nine. Yeah, because even the Cloud Nine roster that got top four at Worlds in 2018 that had only what three rookies. Well, he still had Jensen and Svenskaren, you know, mm. veterans yeah. that were already proven talent. Also, the reason why I think Upset could be leaving Fnatic at the, at the end of this year is because he also mentioned, you know. The money thing, he said, he basically mentioned where he's not getting paid enough as he could have if he's playing an NA, if you're tryharding this hard. And to be fair, let's be honest here, if he's tryharding this hard and making little money, let's be fair, he could just get a better offer over here, play the same amount and get paid more money and have a potential at winning a title. So what's the point of seeing out Fnatic though? You're getting paid less money. Fnatic's not the you know highest contending org right now. And you're basically what? What are you going to be doing? 
going to Worlds. I mean, going to Worlds might, might make him stay because he's never been to Worlds before. It's crazy yeah. how, like, we could have traditional sports and esports where you have so many good players, right? And they never win anything. But he's actually, in my opinion, he's a really good ADC player. And it just sucks he hasn't won anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think the yeah. difference uh, for why top talent sometimes doesn't come to NA versus does is literally roster strength at NA in the NA teams. Like, Perks two years ago would never have come because the orgs never had a decent team to put around him, you know? True. Like, unless he was replacing Jensen on Team Liquid, there was no roster that he could join that would do really well at Worlds. So that's why he didn't come. Um, yeah. Same and, with Caps. Caps yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I could absolutely see Upset coming to TSM. Um, oh, I my God. That, that would make them so strong. No, it can't, that can't happen because of the fallout they had. Remember oh. with Lena? Like, uh, I don't bold know. Of you, like, bold of you to assume Reggie cares about PR. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, well, remember, remember when they tried to go for upset and it, it was bad PR. And I don't see. I mean, I trust me. I would love upset. I'm not being silly and saying I wouldn't. Yeah. Upset. I think he'd be the perfect have, fit for the team. Have, uh, stylistically, stylistically, uh, what, they want to play through bot. That that team wants to play through bot with Sword yeah. Art on that team. But yeah, yeah, they just don't have an ADC they can play around. So upset would be really good. But I, I don't know what the recent most recent TSM drama is. It's too. Um, it, this is this was, a, this was during the double if um, when he oh, came. Really? I think it was still mm -hmm. go, dude. Let, let's be honest. But, but that, you know how much upset would get? You know how much cloud upset would get if he joined TSM? Oh my god! Like, dude, let's be honest here. If they get if they give him enough money, and he leaves Europe to join potentially a, still a pretty popular organization, I think he'd still do it. I think that's the best team he could join out of EU or, or NA if you know, Fnatic doesn't work. Like well, Fnatic, I still think Fnatic is a better roster. Well, I don't know I'm going to say, I'm gonna say what upset reveal. It reveals that EU is not making as much. Like we all know, NA made money, but it seems like these players are taking pay cuts, and they're like, "Well, fuck it." Like I, you know, just uh, let's go to NA. I have a, I have, oh, money, I have, a you have an easier chance to come to Worlds. That's that's a given, right? Absolutely, and I made this comment while I was listening to you guys. Like, say what you will about any orgs failing to put together teams and whatever it might be. Our scene is so mature that at this point that we would never pull something like what Origin did, which is asking players to take a pay cut after they're already on the team. They've yeah. been promised a contract. And like, the there's so many too. shitty you, things about you, that. By I the way, I can I can tell you listen to that reflections with Alfari video. I did, and oh. I did not know about half that stuff. I didn't know about oh, half that man. stuff. Oh man, yeah. um, I didn't know half of it either. But once out, once Alfari replies with plausible, I died. I pulled over my work van and yeah. cried laughing because but, no, dude, you're, to be it, fair, it's actually illegal. By the way, that's actually oh, yeah. illegal. Um, yeah, but to be fair, EO, you watch Thorne's content. Remember, he did kind of, you know. No, no, it like, was in, it was implied, and he knew about it. It was implied, he, yeah. He was yeah. mentioning it all over the place, basically. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I heard from a person or whatnot. So, like, yeah, all the crazy shit that was. That's where Australis is one of the few public, uh, one of the few public uh, companies in at least Western esports that I know about. Mm -hmm. Like, none of the NA orgs are actual public com public companies that you could like go buy the parent company and then you would own, you know, parts of TL or TSM. Australis, you could go buy, um, probably through like, um. Uh, through a broker or something to get like in the, to the EU stock market, you could buy and own like stock in Astralis. And that's where they end up having a focus on shareholders as opposed to on any other value. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. All right. So as you guys know, I, I don't want to take anything out of context, which is the reason why I brought the cut the uh, topic up. So basically here was his quote that I did a video on yesterday. If you want the shorter version, he's, this is his words, not mine. 
if I would have gone to an NA in sorry, if I would have gone to NA in any offseason, I could have probably earned at least three times the amount that EU orgs pay. Upset said. I'm not saying I'm not happy with what I'm getting in Europe. That that okay, whatever. But it is a very huge difference. And at some point, you might to start to think, what am I trying to do? Is this really worth it? Trying to win every time and facing so much frustration, and in the end, not even going to Worlds. So I think if he goes to Worlds at the end of this year, potentially Fnatic more or less will always make Worlds. I think that'll save him. Potentially, this is potentially. I'm grasping at straws here. I really hope he makes it to Worlds. I, I think that, like... I, I mean... I just don't see them making it to Worlds with no. They are they are top five at hot they're, take. They're, hot take right now. Eo saying. I mean, I, I, do, I, 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 I freaking called it on the freaking Mad no, Lions. So. I agree. I mean, objectively, skill wise, right now, Rogue, Mad Lions, G two, and maybe even Chalka are better. So it's like it, it, I agree. I think that they will be Chalka in the summer, personally speaking. But I don't know how they get past Rogue or Mad Lions, no. um, yeah. unless one of those teams falls off really hard. And are yeah. we betting that G two doesn't improve? I mean, that's a hard stretch of itself. G two, G two is gonna make worlds. Come on. G2 is going to make worlds. The thing is that doesn't make worlds. That's going to be funny, yeah. and I'd be. Oh, so thank happy. you, Warren. Oh, I'm not getting that that show with this dude. Oh my that would, god. That, <laughs> that that would be the biggest disappointment in like Western history. The thing is that the the I wish I actually had watched the uh, Thorin video or whatnot, but he I've heard the sum, the summarizing that he gave for it is that he would have never gotten rid of perks, um, before getting rid of caps. Me too. Uh, I totally like, agree with that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, because because Yanko's pointed it out, and that's where Wonder is having like I'm uninstalling WoW and stuff. And and if you know who Reckless is, just from you know, I have nothing but hearsay. I don't have coffee with the guy. Reckless is not a straight up leader. He is a consistent player. He, he admitted is, himself too. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's a very good reflective person. Like I'm I'm sad he's never had like a reflections or a, a long form <laughs> interview with Thorin. No, um, Ryan. No, don't give Warren credit here. We'll give Warren credit. I'll give Warren all the credit he wants. Like he, <laughs> he, pre he predicted something that I predicted wrong, and I just sat there with egg on my face, and then I fried it. <laughs> it like, I'll eat. I'll eat that. Um, well, to, to, so 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 the caps and perks thing. I don't think there was a wrong decision personally, but to be no, fair, no. if you wanted a leader, <laughs> if if he wanted a leader, perks was the right choice. If you wanted a mm. more mechanical prowess player, you keep caps. To be fair, it's all depending on what you personally want oh i can tell you exactly what g2 is now g2 is a classic super roster that will flop based on the expectations that are put forward it is it was expected that they win in spring mm -hmm. it is expected going forward that they not only win but they go to worlds and they you know near top. near top four mm -hmm. yeah. you know that is an expectation on this roster the problem is that and i have yet to have any context for like edward gaming super teams or lck super teams over the past you know five plus years but all you have right now is a super team of super talented people mm -hmm. on paper it looks like it's going to destroy but the thing that made g2 monstrous was the fact that there was a very clear leader on the team and that was perks no, I will say, however, that that was not always the case, right? At, there are there are many iterations of G two that were really successful. That Perks didn't is always there. Leader, yeah, but Parks wasn't the leader under Sweat Mithy era. Um, yeah, yeah, he had um he had his jungler who was probably more who was teaching him a lot and stuff like that. even yeah. trick, which is which said, is why I find it trick taught him, a, taught him a lot too when they first yeah, started playing together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I just thought that person. I I don't know. Maybe I am uh, being too. Uh, 
underrated about their losses, but I genuinely thought that they misread the meta. Uh, in yeah. That, yeah. That's well, like, they, they over-indexed on having a, su a support carry for their bot lane out of reckless. Cause he's, 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 he's I gave him more credit than double lift woe that he can pay more things that aren't ranged AD carries. Right. Um, but and yeah, karma, top. karma is, I, yeah, I mean, karma feels good to play with, but I, I never think, like, I, I never think like another thing that happened was the talent. Oh, sorry. Do you have one? No, more? go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm saying oh. nothing important right now. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, you're good. I think the problem is, is that we are seeing that, um, before, uh, G2 just beat people off of pure talent. Now we got, you know, humanoid solo killing caps. You don't, you didn't, you couldn't say that before, right? You would be like, that's, you know, you're, you're an idiot. You need to go, you're boosted or something silly, something coming out of your mouth. Now it's, uh, yeah, I could see humanoid doing that. You know what I mean? I could see, uh, well, when Abadaga, I could see Abadaga doing that. You know, I could see Broken Bay solo killing wonder. Like it's, it, this whole talent, this not, I'm sorry, this whole mechanical talent, like, the teams sort of level up like when when teams like SK can play at least 25 minutes and keep up with G2 but then G2 knows how to win mm -hmm. it, it it starts making you wonder well are they stagnating or what's going on besides that because like like SK is not like SK is a budget team if you look at But them, Treats okay. is insane. Treats is he played out his mind this play. Treats was play, Treats played Treats played better than Mickey X, Hillsing, Limit and Kaiser. All four of them on SK gaming. It was on SK Gaming no, like better than four other people. Yeah, he had three rookies, too. Yeah. Wow. Gen X was the only girl one. Girl by TSM. <laughs> it was girl by TSM and double lift to do it, like, man. Like, you could, <laughs> if you put SK against, like, last year's Mad Lions, that's what they remind me of, is that it, you have a bunch of rookies, and they are, they got into playoffs. They got out in the first round, but, like, mm -hmm. you know, the only reason they probably get, they don't go farther is because, you know, Mad Lions and Rogue are already there and mm -hmm. G2. And you know, fanatic or whatnot. Um, but yeah, so I just see SK as just another great example of here's a rookie roster. They go between overperforming, but also just showing like, hey, we are here to take your jobs. You you were wanting to fight for your <laughs> job, your homie. All right, and yeah, that's pretty much covers it. So, what do you guys think the fate of upset is? Just generally, last part of the He's gone after summer split. I don't he's know. he's yeah. Fnatic is dead in the water. No one wants to go there. Fnatic's gonna have to basically. Fnatic's gonna have a full rook if they keep a veteran. At this point, it only sounds like Hillisang is staying, um, because Selfmade and Whippo are not renewing their contracts. Like they're both done with the org. It's mm -hmm. not Nisky even like, to EG, please make it happen. <laughs> right. Nisky right. on a hundred thieves. To be fair, if hundred thieves got Nisky, that wouldn't have been that bad. But Abadage gonna find me we'll All see right. we yeah. will see and we have this is an interesting piece of news because this might be a, a reflective thing of what happened in 2020 so this is not exactly breaking but but solo did join FlyQuest at some point remember and he did take this ball on the main roster so uh now we're looking at solo joining golden gardens academy team if nile starts underperforming yet again could they put in solo in the main roster coming up in the uh lcs 2021 summer split coming up after msi 2021 you guys think so or no just not the same thing reading too much into it Cough to go. I, I love it. I think that this is uh, exactly what you need. I like a team that has both a veteran that has proven that he can perform uh, along with a rookie that they're trying to test out. I think one of the biggest issues for Golden Guardians was that they had uh, elements of their team that was that were actually performing well, but it didn't matter because of how poorly one or two lanes would do in a game. Um, and if Niles starts underperforming and he can't play into a meta, having a veteran like Solo underneath 
makes a lot of sense. Um, it's the same reason why, although I didn't like the idea behind having Darshan as your backup, uh, Cloud9 <laughs> is correct in having a veteran backup to Fudge so that there is some level of training and uh, solo queue practice, or uh, sorry, not solo queue, uh, solo lane practice amongst your top laner. And it's especially important in the top lane. So I, mm -hmm. I love the uh, this pickup. Yeah. Go ahead, Warren. Uh Solo is uh, the journeyman. He's just a better. <laughs> this is gonna sound funny. He's the he's a better Kickus because Kickus was like one of those guys <laughs> that team was a pickup all the time, and he, he would play he, like how like if you look up Kickus, he's been on like I don't know twenty dozens like, dozens of teams. <laughs> uh, it makes I think this will make uh, Niles play better because he knows that someone can easily replace him, and just like how I think the same thing was lingering behind Hooney. Because he knew Haunter could replace him if he was playing like dog shit. So this is good because now it's like uh, there's someone in the background ready to come back, ready to get like show that he still you know still got it. And like look at even Solo at um Worlds, like he did bad in the beginning, and then FlyQuest ended up come, going three and three. They didn't make it out the group, but considering that was legitimately to me what I thought was the group of death, um, mm -hmm. they did pretty. He, he still performed at uh you know I wouldn't say medio average, so. This is a good pickup, and I hope I hope he can pass things on to Niles because oftentimes, like for instance, between Soaz and Whipple, and this is an example, he didn't want to share some of the things that he learned over the years when you know you're kind of you know reaching that sort of the passing the torch thing. And I hope he does that because that's that's show that's being humble, and that's also showing that you want people to get better if you know mm -hmm. things that that they don't know. You know? Yeah. Based on what I can remember from how Enero runs his team from that interview I had with him, um, Niles is a very motivated player, but Niles mm -hmm. is also way behind the education curve. And so I don't, unless things have changed on that team, which I doubt, that team was very motivated. They sounded like they were all very good, hardworking, even uh, Stixay, who's been around for a while now. Um, I think Solo does, and I, th mm -hmm. I think Solo is the kind of guy that would be competitive and would help drive Niles uh, to go even further. Because um, the, I, I, the only, unless things have changed inside management and uh, Nero's getting pushed to make a, make a hard decision, uh, the only way any, uh, any of his players are going to get fired by him or get replaced by an academy player, according to how Nero runs his team, is based on them not trying um, legitimately hard. And I maybe the, and I think he's gonna probably up his expectations for actual results going into summer, so this may be like it's gonna it's it's it may be a posturing of just like okay, we need results. It's time we had a whole split to get as many of the basics down and to mm -hmm. get as much of the learning in as possible. And frankly, you need to be able within a half year get your shit together and be able to learn how to adjust to the constant two week transitions of metas, gameplay, champion rotations. Um, and be consistent because mm -hmm. that's that's been the history for solo is that he's either been consistent or the one character one player trying to overreach back like on echo fox or something like yeah that. yeah on gp just trying to solo carry that game <laughs> or um, aatrox he's on a college yeah, too yeah yeah, yeah. The, other, well. the other aspect of go ahead sorry yeah go ahead good uh the other aspect of solo that i like is that he's a weak side player uh he's pretty yeah. defined as a weak side player and um it makes sense for this team particularly if they're 
trying to index on Iconic and trying to play through their mid-jungle synergy, um, yeah. which is what I think that they're going to try to do next split. Um, it makes a lot of sense to have someone like Solo rather than Niles in your top lane. Um, I'm not saying that Niles will get replaced, uh, yet, mm. but you know if uh, that is the backup plan that they're going for based on the meta, it makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. They're covering their bases, I think, and they became a lot more meta-resilient with this uh, roster. Yeah. If Niles proves like he can't play weak side, then Solo's in, basically. Um, or team starts, I don't know, zero six. They're like, okay, we gotta make a change. You know, I mean, we need a better fair, presence. They're a, budget, they're a budget team, and mm -hmm. and they said that. So I'm, I hope I, I hope that the NBA can start because remember they're funded by the Warriors and like when the Warriors are having, you know, packed out stadiums, they can get these bigger name budgets. Cause you know, you got, you, I'm watching you know, all these players. So I hope that once, you know, by, I would say next year of March that they can, you know, games are starting to get full and they could get back the money that, I mean, cause they got a lot of money for the players and I hope that they can get, start maybe getting one import and then build from there. I mean, I don't want to use imports. Trust me, I don't want to use imports. But you know, you got to do what you got to do to attract to attract people to yeah, you too. Absolutely, I think an arrow with a budget is a scary, scary prospect for any uh, uh, league. Like you saw what he could do with the hundred thieves roster, basically without someday. And um, even before that, an arrow was on certain teams that didn't look great, and then suddenly put together a team that did way better than uh, the results showed. And yeah, I, I'm looking forward to see what he can do once he gets, um, you know, financial control back. But even seeing what he was able to do with this roster, despite having random lanes falling insanely far behind, there was a lot of elements to it that I liked. And even though they got terrible placings in the standings, I never flamed them as much as I flamed CLG. Like, the, 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 <laughs> there's a reason for that, you know? Like, you can see the developmental approach that was taken here. And I think they found some gold nuggets and it's good to see that, you know, they're taking a controlled approach uh, going into summer. So I'd like to see what they can do. And with that, that pretty much concludes that. And MSI 2021 kicks off this week, guys. Oh. It's here. We finally have an international tournament. And I pose the question to you, since the first game is an absolute banger, can Cloud9 upset Damwon? Or better yet, can Perks get his revenge against Damwon from knocking him out last year? Yes. You know my answer. You know my I answer. I, predicted yeah, it last I think Damwon gets it this time, but C9 get it the second time around. And I think it's the other way around. I think that... As since last week, yeah, I've really like looked into uh, the pro players and what they're playing, and this is a really good meta for C9. True. This is an amazing meta for C9, um, based on how jungler jungle interactionists seem to be going. I think that AD mid laners and top laners are going to be really high priority in MSI. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking like Set, Lucian, Lee Sin. Um, mm. All of these. I'm, I'm going to disagree a little bit on. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Listen, I'm talking about solo lane, by the way. Not yeah, no, lane. I'm talking. I don't. Okay, because I, I'm, I'm. Go ahead, because I, I think top. I, I don't see. I see set support actually, but um, go finish off your. Uh, yeah, set set either solo lane, uh, just <laughs> to set up ganks. Um, but what I was trying to get uh, to was basically mid lane and top lane having eighty champions is going to be really important because of how op the uh ap junglers are 
uh, on this patch. Um, everyone knows Morgan is broken. Uh, fewer people, but most pros know that Rumble is broken. Um, there's Diana. a lot of, yeah, Diana, I think I'm interested to see how they make it work because you have to really build around her and play around her. So she's not as OP as, she's not as plug and play as the other two. No. Diana um, has the old Zen Zhao issue. And Vladimir. So I, wanna, so I wanted to ask you guys, so, so for this tournament, the AD carries seem pretty much at their, I would say lowest peak, but you have, for at least the top major regions, right? Gala, Ghost, Zven, and Karzi. I oh, mean, I think that, I, I, no, think no, Sven's, no, I think is Sven the best? Because I mean, Gala for sure, I think is, uh, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, Damn, I'm going to say Ming makes Gala good. Ming is really good. Ming, Ming is actually, really good. Yeah, like, Ming, Ming is, is really always good. so underrated. Ming is, Always been the one of the best things about RNG, but it's always been Shahu and you know Uzi in the past. But looking okay. at just the ADCs right now, outside of Gala or not, or, or just the four we have, like I think the same thing poses with Damwon as well. well, like, well Damwon just shows. has the best. I think Damwon had definitely has the best ADC. I thought besides Damwon, what, what are we talking about? And with regards to that, I think that Gala is a lot more of a playmaking ADC. Um, Sven. And, yeah, and Sven's a much more consistent ADC. I think they have a very uh, different play yeah. style. So is Karzi the weakest at that point? Like, Karzi would be the weakest, though. Kind of. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, like, by default. I think, I mean, it depends. Yeah, kind of. I mean... Like, who would I want Kog'Maw on? I want Kog'Maw on Sven. Who do I yeah. want Tristana on? I want Tristana on Gala. You know what I mean? It <laughs> well, I want it on perks. What are you talking about? <laughs> that, that word, that's fine, too. I don't agree with that at all. Right. <laughs> Or even the top laners, that's top laners, Shaohu, oh, yeah. Khan, Fudge, and who is it? Armut? I mean, these tops and ADCs are kind of whack in this tournament. I, I to be yeah. fair, it's anybody's game between yeah. top and ADC. Because like uh, Khan, I, I think Khan is really good. But the issue here with Khan is he's he's like a worse version of Naguri, but not in the, and not in the sense of like mechanic-wise. He doesn't really play tanks very well. He's pretty much just like, I'm all forward, and that's it. That's, hey, that's, guess what? That's guess what, MSK? No, he's not coming to this tournament. That's Thank true. God for so, all of us in the West. But Armut's no, <laughs> no slouch either. Armut's been carrying a lot of games for Mad Lions for weeks at this point. Literal weeks. Yeah. Fudge has been better at being a team player, but he made a lot of openings in the finals on Malphite and Nar. And then you also have Shaohu. Shaohu got kind of dumpstered in the finals, but Shaohu was also really no, useful in no, other no. things. No. What are you talking oh, about? No, he got we, dumpstered on no, Jace. What are you talking about? No, he didn't. What are you talking about? No, did you no, watch no, Aurelia no. matched up. He got destroyed. He got actually oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared, to, and, compared to Nuggery, compared to Nuggery in a 1v1 lane, he did get destroyed. But overall, that is objectively, yes, but, that is true. But overall, um, Shaohu has been playing really well, though. So it's like it's anybody's game between top and ADC, though. Like they're, They I all want, have their unique strengths and weaknesses. So... I wanted to I wanted to say that I think the contested picks, um, I I know you said set, but Vladimir is actually I think Silas is becoming. I've been watching so much of, and it's like if if they're not playing Silas, they're playing either Syndra or Lucian in the mid lane. From what I've been watching the post, and it seems like and Silas Silas got that power creep, and people are now realizing late game that guy hurts. We saw what Jensen mm-hmm. did to no, TSM, which I was game, you know I, I cried. Was- because I just watched this, so all my all my knowledge right now is from the Flamingo uh, uh, Pain Gaming semifinals match that happened like you know weeks ago now. But there, but uh, Pain Gaming's mid laner, uh, let me remember his name, uh, Tenones. You, it, it, it reminds you of Perks in the finals on his on his uh, on his Silas, just mm-hmm. starting the fight, going low and ending the fight at full health, 
and just running train on a team like and they ban that Silas uh, Flamingo ban that Silas for the rest of the series. Yeah, I I think that I I think we're literally about to see a completely different meta at MSI. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I. Is it still heavy? Picks. Are they still heavy? They're still heavy farm junglers, basically. Yes. AP, Everyone still is full clearing, but now it's like they're. I don't know if they you should realize Rumble, Rumble Jungle is faster clear time than Olaf. Like that's it's that broken right that's now. Because the damage to the minions that they increased, right? No, yeah, it, no, no. It's his uh, W. They gave him random attack speed because they thought that that would help him battle top lane, and <laughs> no, it just helps him. Clear. overheat and once he overheats he just whacks bop, every bop. camp and mm -hmm. just clears it extremely fast so the issue now is that not only is he a power form jungler but he creates such a weird dynamic because he he's a team fight machine you know like his alt can completely change a team fight so now if you play things that set him up in the mid lane like set that's what you know ad and also um ap jungle or someone like kiana although kiana's really bad as a solo player but you know the kiana rumble combo is still there yeah yeah tl had to learn some lessons back then yeah exactly and and things like least <laughs> even um with the with the kick can do a lot um uh, there's a lot of synergy with him and i expect him to be perma band in msi personally speaking like I don't know if Morgana's more. He's this year's Pantheon, basically. Like I don't, I don't. That's what I see. Like I, I don't see know if it's top too. That's just how I feel about it. Playing Mundo Jungle, like I, I thought Mundo had the fastest clear, and he matches it. It makes no sense to me. Um, so from what I'm seeing in the jungle, he should be broken. I don't see what he does poorly in the first twenty minutes of the game. Um, so may, uh, that that's my prediction. And the second thing is, Lulu is back like absolutely back game. and now with lulu being enabled there's so many must bans that i think lulu's gonna get through a lot of these games and when lulu's there a lot of adcs will get opened i just want to uh, ask Hama, you guys Jace. i want to ask you also since you're a jungle main do you think we'll be seeing lee sin make a return or a lease not actually? jungle not jungle lee sin will be there in the lanes because again mm. i don't know what riot's doing but when you buff a q like they did, you don't put Lee Sin in the jungle because he still needs to play, right? Too. Yeah, oh, you, you put him in the solo lanes because he's getting more a trade pattern. Plus, his, uh, they were trying to buff his E so that he could clear faster. But uh, again, I don't play Lee Sin too much. But basically, from what I've seen, the second E is not for uh, clearing waves. It's it, it's mostly for poke damage. Like mm. uh, it, that, That's like what people have been doing in lanes. They just use E to spam and get uh, wave control. What, what about champions like Elise, though? Like Elise should be an no. ideal pick for players no. like no. Labber and Canyon. You need right? to full clear. You have to still full clear. No. That's still a thing. So Lilia, yeah. Lilia and uh, Diana are just better. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Even, even, even Gragas is better because yeah. Gragas can play – and actually be so a, we won't be seeing yeah. like a Sejuani return, a Gragas no, jungle. No, okay. no, no, no tanks to... and no uh heavy gank junglers. Nope. I, the only heavy gank jungler you could really put in is Diana, but she's a weird champion. It's hard I would to keep her mid, honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't okay. know. It's 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 a weird um, Diana yeah. requires so many resources and such coordination on mm -hmm. even just an intuitive level that I, if we see Diana, it, it's going to be a cheese pick and it's not going to work. <laughs> it's going to have to be with Lucian mid. It's going to have to be with Lucian mid mm -hmm. and some kind of support that can enable her like a Lulu. Yeah. That's the only shot that I see a Diana being played. And yeah. even then, then you need to 
you need to tunnel on a tank top. There's a lot you need to do to make that that, that pick work. What about Kindred? Way. Kindred was pretty good for a little bit, but she kind of fell out of the meta though. You might see Tarek. I, I, I'm, Ooh, I'm I love you from Tarek. I love you from Tarek, dude. You might Tarek. see Tarek. Bot? Uh, Interesting. Tarek support, because, right? Tarek support. Yeah. Okay, I was I was getting scared. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I see I, the supports are, are weird with with the W change to set and why why Tarek? Um, well, well, one in case of Kindred, two like if if the comps are mostly melee, like Lee Sin, like you're you're negating a lot of stuff as well too. So like, Fighting. Yeah. Uh, and like his alt is just annoying. <laughs> like, like let's be let's be honest. And with like a lot of engaged supports too, I could see Tarek making a a a return. So that's that's just my theory. I I think Set is. Cause I was watching Core JJ. Holy shit, his Halo Blade set with um, Hex Flash is. I tried it myself, and I'm in. I'm in silver. Holy moly! I literally carried the game. That was just. It's broken. <laughs> it, and now put that in a put that in a challenger. It's broken. It's literally broken. I really see set coming back. I think I saw Showmaker playing set in the mid. I would not be surprised to see a more set. He's. With what they gave them, and remember, before we saw a set just like we saw Aatrox. I think mid or top. Honestly, I really think mid or top. I don't think that you want to put set in a bot lane with a Kogma Lulu. That is not going to work out long term. There's there. It's it's it could be a flex. I think what would happen with set is that he could be a flex pick into bot into bot for support reasons for a non hyper carry. It's just that he has provides so much damage value, getting resources and getting gold that I think putting him into a solo lane is going to be where you maximize the value you can get out of him. Unless you have a really good, a really be a, a better replacement. He'll come back. Yeah. Or you're, or you're surprising them somehow like, Oh, counter counter pick mid or top lane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's just not, uh, th that just doesn't feel like the play homie. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. And, and if, if, any, uh, I want to see this because I'm a moon domain, but if any uh, <laughs> team falls for the trap of actually picking an AP jungler and an AP mid laner, please lock in the Mundo top. He's <laughs> actually really good top lane now. So I'd love yeah, to see it. So is there a world we could see NA versus EU finals like we did back in 2019? No. No. Maybe. Depends how, if, if the thing is, we never know if. Quote unquote. Okay, so I'm just saying maybe. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. Why mm -hmm. I say maybe is if teens pull off a cheese and get like a surprising win on damn one, which I don't believe is gonna happen. But you know that 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 changes the group, right? When you get one win from a team that was supposed to just dominate the group, right? It just changes the whole mm -hmm. format. So mm -hmm. if that happens, we could see something like that. But looking at Mad Lions group, I think. I believe, in my opinion, I think their group is probably one of the most hardest. I really honestly believe that. Some can debate it, but that's for another discussion. Um, I, I just think it depends upon if these... Sorry about my phone. That, that depends on if the minor regions can pull off wins against the major regions. That's what's going to determine how these groups, how like a MAD and, a, and a NA can get through to have that happen. So for me, when it comes to Damwon, out of the games I've have able to watch them they don't really look like they'd slow down at all you know no they i don't... think damn is uh z tier I, I, there's yeah. like they're like above s tier at this point and i don't think that there's any team that can contest them in a best of series um i think that since the last time i watched lpl finals 
my opinion on C9's dis, uh, difference between C9 and uh, the LPL representative RNG mm-hmm. has been closing and more and more so. RNG's I think that there really is good. becoming, yeah, no, they're they're definitely really good. Mm-hmm. But I think this meta is starting to suit C9 more and more and more uh, the more I see um, mm-hmm. pro play. And I don't think that they're going to be able to match them in the top lane. I don't think that they're uh, going to be able to match them uh, skill-wise in, in the support role. I just personally think that there is a team gap that can happen if C9 gets an early game lead. And I see a real possibility that C9 could get early game leads with Blabber um, against them. So we will see. I, I think that's their only win con is uh, Blabber early game diffing uh, RNG. But I, I'm starting to believe because of the meta. So my thing is, I think Cloud9 could eat could at some point beat RNG. Last time they faced RNG back in 2018, they did manage to beat them a couple of times in the group stage. I don't think RNG is their issue. I think their issue is like there's such a massive difference between Con and Fudge. Like I'm not trying to rag on the dude, but like if you've actually watched the LCK against Con, like I mean, you could, uh, uh, I'm not saying that it'll be damn. If, if they both play weak side, it doesn't matter. Yeah, true. I don't see that true. happening though. Con does not tanks. He's only done tanks. Like Wolf, Wolf was on for actually discussing this whole thing, and Khan's taken a, a very supportive backseat on Damwon Gaming this year. He's not the monstrous Khan that he is historically. He's just he's just changed the play style. But, for but he's not good at that play style. He's he's not good at that play style. Yeah, um, I, I think not, that we're not discussing that part. <laughs> this is where it's at. He is playing weak side for the sake of the team. Now, yeah. is this team viable? And and we'd like to think it could be because it's Z tier. Is this team viable in playing around Khan? And they have not done it all year. They've not done an ugly no. play. And so it's yeah. it's one of those where you sit there, it's like, we want to be like, oh, Fudge is going to get gapped. It's like, well, if they both play weak side and he does get gapped, that is huge on Fudge's part. But if they're both weak side and they both hold even, then we're just waiting for team fights. No, what it's, C9's going to do, I, I, I believe... Yeah, this C9's going to gamble. C9's going to gamble on Fudge for this. They're, yeah, because... Exactly. NA, yeah, because exactly. The other 100%. top laners we didn't talk about, because NA... Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen an Aurelia pick outside of like a lock-in tournament. I I barely seen Jace, you know. Except Pony, <laughs> which, is, which is surprising. Like you're gonna see. I honestly think that we're gonna see Fudge uh, definitely play to uh, play for Jungle Gang's topside against Amwant. They're gonna hope for the best there. Here's the thing. Besides that first game, when I think that Amwant's still gonna be a little rusty, I don't think C9 has a shot of winning any other game. Uh, against Damwon. Uh, it's not going to matter if they go 3-0 top lane. That's how big of a difference I see yeah. in both their mid and bot lane. Um, Be- because, and um, Canyon is the one jungler in this yeah. tournament, which I am saying is 100% better than Blabber. He is. He oh, just is. Well, well, RNG's jungler. I forgot his name. Way is that his name? Way? I think Blabber's better. I no think way? he's the second best jungler in yeah. this tournament. Uh, who's the other guy for Mad Lions? Who was it? I forgot his name. Sorry. Aloya? Yeah. Don't. Don't. has nerves of steel. Like he, he reminds me when they would talk about Zven back when he was over in EU, mm. where Zven is like a rookie in a finals or in playoffs. No emotional adjustment. No change. No, no nerves. It's like, no, I'm here to win. Also, like, that's Aloya. I think it's the mid lane too. Showmaker versus Perks. I mean, if Caps can't beat Showmaker and that's the best Western mid laner, how's Perks gonna beat the dude? Perks is a more risky. Someone, Cajal's not gonna win lane. Cajal brought up this point. Um, Perks is the type of guy he's gonna make, which is what we talked about earlier. Why G two should have kept him. He's gonna make 
the 2080 play more <laughs> times than often because he feels that he can win. And you yeah. want that in a player. So if yeah. he knows he can't beat Showmaker, he's going to try to do whatever he can on the map to win the game. Yeah, I have... You yeah. need that. You need that type of player. Yeah. And I have no doubt that he has the ability to pull a, a rabbit out of his hat in the mid game and any <laughs> any game like that magic bubble, Zoe bubble. The issue is that I don't think that they can get an early game lead substantial enough to overcome Dan One's team fighting ability. Like and even if Perks makes the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't also, think that the rest of the players. We're have. also factoring in, like, because the teams in NA give them those opportunities to do these things. Like, this is a team that literally most likely, st- and they did, they stomped LZK. Like, they lost very few games in best of threes. They stopped the playoffs. It really wasn't close, though. And the argument people will give you is, well, I mean, on any given day, they can, yes, on any given day, they can win. But to be fair, these guys are legitimately better, though. So realistically, they shouldn't be winning, though. That's how I generally see things, you know? But to be fair, Cloud9 do have strengths. They can play through Blabber perks, mid-jungle synergy. We know Blabber is going to go up to top and gank for fudge. We know that. That he's going top lane, fucking level three and ganking con. He's going to do that. But that leaves the underrated part of the team, which, which, which is the bot lanes. Zven and Vulcan versus Ghost and Barrel. Demo don't really play through the bot lane, so there's a good chance you could maybe make an advantage there. Blabber has been diving bot a lot. I think it's going to depend on how those supports roam. Yeah, True. depends True. on it depends on the support roaming meta if that's still as aggressive as it was. Because if you're going to have enchanter supports trying to run around and make plays, it's not as impactful as uh, unless you like really overreach for it in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Like I just don't, and I, I, that's where it's it's a really good question. Like I, I have no recollection of Vulcan's enchanter prowess. Like his True. bard actually, his bard his bard was bonkers actually. Are you there. sleeping on his Yumi? His Ezreal Yumi combo is on. <laughs> oh, no. Don't remind me of yeah. the. I hated that. I remember uh, that. And I hated that. Wait, are we going to get up. Sorakas and Janus at this tournament based on this? No, I, no, I, literally just get Lulu. I, I, don't, I don't think you have enough people going to the Church of LS to even. Really <laughs> I don't think I'm going to the Church on that one. Yeah. Hey, um, what if Fudge plays Renekton, dude? Oh, the, no. Uh, uh, the other the other thing to keep in mind, and this is actually where we go back to the last MSI that happened two years ago, mm-hmm. is that these Asian teams, um, perhaps because of their cultural pressures, they'll go to these international tournaments and massively underperform. And so that's mm-hmm. where you could almost contend that, like, that's the reason that TL beat IG, is that IG just kind of, like, tossed it. They played no... They played My no. hot take is that Xiaohu wants something to prove, because he's been under... Uzi Shadow for so long, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Like, Xiao mm-hmm. never got credit. Like, think of how many times they went up against STAT, how they defeat that Gen G team to make it to the semifinals of that one year. Hey. But they got reverse swept. Like, Xiao Hu gets so much flack, but yet he's always consistent. He made the roll swap, right? And, and we he's thought, done it. crazy. He's yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that he's done the roll swap, but he's it's, one of the teams because he's always the weak side player for that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's literally. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't see him shining because he's he's literally all upon perma weeks. His solution has been clean in in LPL. Like, even for um RNG, their new mid laner Cryan, he's actually really good himself though. Like this mid laner that they now have with along with the other teams, Humanoid's not bad himself. Yeah. He's been carrying a lot of games on his own. Yeah, like, Cryan. I, I don't recall we saw him have an, uh, an exceptional performance in the finals, but he was not a liability by any means. And true. Mm-hmm. The he great shout out is going to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the great the great thing about Shao for Shao topside is that he just did his job. You know, you go Gragas top and you just neutralize like the best top laner in the world and make sure he doesn't take your turret before ten minutes. 
<laughs> All right, cool. You get a gold star yeah. and free ramen at the end of this game. Like, let's go. Yeah, maybe yeah. I just have a freaking bias against weak side top laners getting way too much credit. I I, <laughs> I hate it so much. But but uh, yeah, I, I think that but, yeah, you, I agree. You, you don't like You're how right. much attention Odomne gets? But he Odomne Fudge uh, Jahu. No, like, but Jahu played Lucian and a ton of ton of Jace. Like so that's who not can't weak care side, about. bro. That's that's not weak side. No, 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 no. I was talking about in the finals. I, I thought we were referencing the finals. No, he played oh, Jace. Yeah. He played Jace in the finals. And he still yeah, dude, weak side Jace. Four. He played a weak side Jace. To be fair, later in the game, he was carrying later in the he game. Was he was carrying. Later. <laughs> it's a 0-4 Jace, but he was making it work. I'll just Gosh. put my boy out there. <laughs> I forget which game it was. I feel like it was like it was a, it was a LCK game. It was like 5-0. No, no, I'm thinking. I, I swear this was an LCK game. It could have been an LPL game. It was a Quinn, and the Quinn was like four and six, but the Quinn could still solo kill like the Renekton, <laughs> like in between like Pixel Brush and Tier Two Tower. Like that little, just I was like, I've never seen a top laner feed so hard, but it still be working. Like two kills, like in five minutes, and it's like late mid game, but that Quinn was still deadly, just like flying. Just uh, yeah. oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what we have today. I mean, I get how the hell all these things go. You you're a fan of a team and you want a roof in them, but if you look at things objectively, to be fair, in most situations, the better players win. Now, to be fair, can Cloud9 win MSI? If Cloud9 win MSI, I'll actually just have a heart attack at work and actually die. Because <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck happened? Perks won two MSIs. Can Perks be a back-to-back -back champion MSIs? It's crazy, my, man. Hey. My, my future wife's going to have a hard time. I think they can win semifinals for sure. I definitely feel like they can make semifinals. Yeah. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. Um, crazy takes. Crazy not, not even crazy takes, because here's the funny thing. Unicorns mm -hmm. of Love are going to get out of groups. That's true. You think so? They're going to beat Mad so, Lions. No, no, no. Check, check group set up for 2021. Oh, the first. You're saying the first, first round. round robin they're going to get yeah. out of. Yeah. Oh, the first yeah, round yeah. robin. For the group yeah, stage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the group yeah. stage. They're going to basically get into They're going to get into the knockout stage. Um, why doesn't group D show up here? That's weird. No, it's um, only three groups. They it's changed the three, three groups. groups? Yeah, it was always three groups. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm missing so, something. Okay, no, my the Vietnam team isn't going to come. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. gonna have two two people advance from each group, which is why I think that Warren's take yeah, yeah, but that's still group B easy. being the hardest is absolutely yeah, yeah. fucking but ridiculous. But definitely, <laughs> but that's that's LPL versus LCL versus LCO, which for those that don't know is China versus uh Russia plus versus Australia, and I expect UOL to beat uh Australia. Yeah. I, I think that's so, a reasonable thing. So, so, yeah. that's, that's, that's like Sheepy just gets saying, I was like, I still have the most successful <laughs> European team even in a weaker region. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> you know? Uh, so let's well, let's let's make the play out here. So for, was that? That's that's Group A. Um, so Group B, Mad Lion, PSG, uh, Istanbul Wildcats, which is a TCL. PSG is um, is the Hong Kong. Uh, PCS. PCS now. Yeah, I think you. that it might be a then, hard group in terms of who might get first, Warren. But mm -hmm. if you think that Mad Lions getting third is a real possibility, no, group, no, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't think it's what I mean is I don't think it's. I think the games are going to be closer than we think. That's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Like this isn't this is gonna this isn't gonna be like a pushover. TCL has shown that they're stepping up slowly with with like super massive. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mad Lions like. Just, I'm not saying they're not going to play good because they definitely want to make up for last year's rules, right? They have. This would be the biggest choke of all time right. in EU history. <laughs> if they saying? don't make it past the to the second round robin, holy hell, you yeah, would have a 
Oh my god, they would actually just be banished. Oh, yeah, yeah, thing. I don't. I think that these games are going to be much closer than we think. Like it's like the teams are like the Turkey might lose or will, will, will lose, but it's going to be a closer game. And if they don't play a good game, they could easily sneak a win here or there. That's what Who's I'm saying. For that Who's on this mm. roster of the Turkish team? So you have Star Screen. I love that name. Ferret Saren. Holy Phoenix, I've heard this guy before. I've been watching Starscream. That guy has been spamming a Akali like nobody's business in the Far-fetched? top lane. Okay. I'm just going through some of these players. So I know BRTT, he's obviously the Tenons is mid laner when Tenons is not on a supportive pick. Um, I remember Ten Owns, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah that, that dude go hard. Robo though, Robo though has this ten this tendency to end. He was a uh, Tristan into a rumble top lane during the semifinal. And that that he almost got solo killed twice. So and karaoke karaoke is a, is a monster jungler psg have maple i don't know any of these players so I'm psg I, have hanabi hanabi is actually pretty good hanabi is a pretty he's solid solid top laner you unified's always been a pretty good bot laner kind yeah. of pretty good support maple? He's a, they have maple, maple. hey maple's back man oh shit i mean this there's some pretty solid teams warren might be right i mean maybe I, yeah. yeah i'm not yeah again i'm not saying that this is not like we have P- PSG and Mad should get out, right? But I'm saying, like, when it comes to the games, don't be surprised if the games are like one of like this is the group to watch. Like it's competitive. Mm-hmm. These games are mm-hmm. fun. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like the group with Dam One and and C Nine should be should be stomps. They really should be stomps. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, Dead Nation focused me could get the revenge from 2018. <laughs> oh no. no! I completely agree. If C Nine doesn't make it out of this group, they deserve to be. Oh, yes. personal. Oh, that like eleven that million dollar unacceptable. Yeah, that's absolutely unacceptable. Group, yeah, right. group Group C is the group of death on account of just Cloud Nine being con, uh, contendable and Damwon Gaming just being god. Um, yeah, so. and I think it's really unlucky because I, I this is what my this was my take the previous episode, which is that if Cloud Nine was in any of the other groups, I really think that they might even get first. Yeah. Um, and, mm-hmm. and there's a real like Damwon just this is actually a three group. Uh, show just like the first one, except there's only one seed that gets out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just an unfortunate situation that C9 has to be in this group. But I agree that if they don't make it, it's still pretty unexcusable. My my issue here with um how Unicorns of Love played last year, as I haven't got a chance to watch their games recently, Nomad's got gaps almost every single time they played. He was just always dying. Anatic really could only go to top lane generally. So my issue here with Unicorns of Love is that if they've actually refined their play style and no man's has, you know, obviously learned his lessons from last year, they're still not a bad team. Like, like looking at these players, like 10 L's, I remember that guy who's on uh, uh, Kaboom back in the day, even some of, some of the wildcard teams that have come up through the past. These guys aren't really that bad. There's a world where Unicorns of Love might upset RNG a couple times, you know? I, I could see it, honestly. Because remember, it does take time for some of these teams to kind of ramp up to get to their final form, quote unquote. So, and they might do some cheesy. Well, I hate using that word cheesy, but they might. You might see Vladimir bottom because you, 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 <laughs> yeah. you never know. Like you we'll really respect, never know. We'll respectfully call it surprise straps. <laughs> What's up, Sean? How you doing, man? Do you think Arome and Shadow would have joined Golden Guardians if they were sent offers? No, I would jump out a window first. <laughs> Good God. Holy shit. I don't <laughs> think that shadow is that, a That's what I appreciate about you, Warren. He he just wants to just commit suicide because he lives in New York. <laughs> oh, oh he, has, he may not be dead after that, but his lungs will be broken. He'll be happier about that than Arome. No, Arome, <laughs> uh, 
no, nah, man. There's just better nah. talent. No offense. Just yeah, exactly. Well, that that's the that's a thin tier talent that we don't want to import. Please don't import a Rome. If you import a Rome, I I I might stop watching LCS games. Nah, that just now nah, I'm just fucking with you guys. I, I would stop watching this dog shit region. I love this dog shit region. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh but shit! May the LCS become the WWE and we become the entertainment capital of League of Legends. That's what I I yeah I'm memeing, but like honestly, full send. Yeah, uh, bring back uh, Breaking Point. Bring back every single reality <laughs> TV show. Yep. Uh, yeah, some cribs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. make Sneaky come yeah. back and make him wear cosplay on stage. I was memeing in reaction to Kofter earlier in chat, but I do want to see Bjergsen do a pile driver with double lift in his hands, like just, <laughs> just throw him through a prop table on on the analyst desk. I'll be happy. Yeah. That's, I just that's a world championship to me. I'm just I'm just a little disappointed that. Vietnam is still pulling this mess from last year. I really wanted to see Gigabyte Marines because they're I, I caught like one or two games and they're just fun to watch. And like it would have definitely added something to that group. Because mm-hmm. Levi yeah. is still a good yeah. jump good, good jungler in my opinion. And I think he got misused when he was on hundred Ds as well. So like I just think it's silly, like with all the precautions and their countries like still no, if you leave you're you're best you're basically SOL. That's just you like ruined like these people don't have once, once a, uh, once in a lifetime. You don't because you don't know when you're gonna get back to MSI or world. Even if you bomb, and I just think that's just so wrong of them to to do that again. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, humanoid tweeted MSI is was so easy. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I love trash talk, man. I love me some trash talk. But I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I hope. Cloud Nine as their fan would win MSI. That would be holy oh shit. I don't know how I would feel. I'd be I don't know, come coming up on stream butt naked that day if they win MSI. Holy shit! But you know, I think I'll actually start a, a religion um, under first's <laughs> name. Jesus you could, Christ! You, you could be I will buy you cop- a jersey if they win. You could be copter. Yeah, you you could be called a Coferks. You can you can, you can if C Nine makes it. <laughs> I will gladly buy if C9 makes it to the finals. I will get you your next jersey. Hey, if C9 doesn't play damn one in the <laughs> semifinals, yeah, then it's possible. But yeah, hey man, hey TL took down the IG. And to be fair, um, because people have asked me what is my favorite upset of all time, G2 versus RNG or IG versus TL are probably my favorites. Because, like, to be fair, TL versus IG was like no one legitimately thought they were gonna win, it was like. Pretty much what ninety nine to one people thought they were gonna win. It was pretty much only just like TL staff that thought they were gonna win. It was like yeah. so lopsided, man. Like it was bad. Like there's a world you could think like G two could be RNG because RNG during World they they do choke sometimes. I but think G two versus SKT was the one for me where like really? literally I predicted them to win actually. Really? Yeah, That's I crazy. predicted them to win. I at that at that point I was never going to predict against Faker. Really? Um, yeah. Because SKT played too slow. That their play style was just too slow. Yeah, I know, but I've literally seen Faker just yeah, carry true, them all true. the way up until that point, Ooh. and then okay, all right, <laughs> stop it, stop it. No, no, no blasphemy here. Who? You said Showmaker? Oh yeah, he's he's pretty relevant. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Shaker? No, I'm, okay, guys, I'm just oh, kidding. No, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Just kidding. I'm I just want kidding. Faker back. Trust me. Yeah. Or to be fair, um, IG versus KT Rollstone. Now that wasn't really an upset though, because either or that could have went. That either was bro. Or. That should have never happened. That should have been a. That's the finals. That should have been a semifinal. That should not That's have been the finals right there. That's the finals. 
There's yeah. no way. I don't care what any fanatic fan say. There's no way you're beating KT Rolston. No, no way. Not, you lost. must be. You're smoking hard crack. <laughs> the hardest crack. I smoke every day. No way they beat KT Rolston. Not even close. Mm, you're crack smokers. Uh, but EO, what will be your favorite upset of all time? Because you've been watching for a long time too. I wasn't prepared for this question. Hmm. Uh, um. One that really surprised you. Like you were not expecting it though. Kaboom. So overrated. I'm trying to find something that was actually a surprise for, and I think it's not even that it was um it was uh, the the moment that came to mind was when it was like a CLG TSM where double lift was on the Tristana and just started popping and just oh, took it all I remember that oh, one. Yeah, it might have been six it might have been six say. The other one was I don't even know if it began to come back. It's just iconic plays are running through my head right now where like Piglet is pushing up mid lane on Caitlyn and there's a double <laughs> teleport yeah. on, on a ward. And yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't think anyone really knew that was a thing or something. I like didn't that. even, the, no even, the, even the guys were surprised and it's like it's dead. Um yeah. That's oh, when uh, CLG, CLG RNG, when they clawed back from like a 10,000 gold deficit and shit. Back in MSI 2016, they were losing the whole every, oh man, they were losing the entire game. RNG, classic RNG, always throwing and shit. You never know, man. All right, last question, and we are going to head here. I got to get to my other show later on tonight, which Warren will be on, but I don't like Warren, so he's not, not going to be on, though. I'm just kidding. I love you, you sexy bastard. Sure. LJL will do well internationally when their new talent finally defeats these old guards like Evie or Evi? Evi? Well, uh, I'll I'll try and watch some other minor regions. If it's not like I don't like watching them, it's like when you're factoring out a League of Legends season for just me, watching most of the regions and then also factoring in doing content too. So that's why I have, you know, like these guys will do content for me now so I can sit on my ass and do nothing. Just kidding, guys. Yeah, I don't watch minor regions, unfortunately. I didn't have time, but... I'm also for worlds, remember happens. when we get to worlds, I gotta have some of you guys watch LCK and LPL because how will we talk about the be best players? LPL for sure. Yeah, because like if we don't watch the LPL, the LCK, how can we do like top twenty best players or because oh yeah, you know perks best player at worlds twenty twenty one? Why I don't know. <laughs> I just have one question. I also playoffs, but that's about it. Yeah. I just have one question. Uh, maybe one of you guys can answer. Uh, what happens? Who? So will they be doing the same thing again they did last year where they gave you or, or like whatever other teams that make it to the finals um four four, four spots or how is that gonna like happen? <laughs> if NA win MSI <laughs> I get four spots. Yeah, I actually don't know if it's just this MSI. Uh because last time they had to skip MSI because we mm-hmm. there was no MSI. Uh so they took the world's results of the previous year. So if they do take MSI results and uh, NA does make it to the finals, it's going to create a really shitty situation where there's going to be a lot of backlash because our number three and four team are not not in the same ballpark, guys. Um, so Unless we'll see what happens. Unless the fourth team. If Hunter Thieves is the fourth team. Or third team. Yeah, I mean, Hunter Thieves might be the third or fourth team, but... They I mean, need a lot we'll of see. Work. We'll see how they. We'll see how they do in the summer. But based on what we saw this, this <laughs> like, oh no! If I see hundred thieves in TSM at Worlds, I'm gonna jump off a cliff. <laughs> well, I, I, if hundred thieves is really good with Abadage, I'll eat my words. But uh, you know, I I don't think that this level of TSM going to Worlds. You would know, be TSM good. at Worlds, lol. Like what? <laughs> no, I, I I if TSM improves, if they get uh, really good in the summer, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. based on what we saw in the spring, if we ended up seeing a TSM and hundred thieves of this spring go to worlds that is a travesty for other regions with actual good 
number three, number four teams. So we'll see if they if it's just like that. But I think that generally speaking, it ends up working itself out because plans neutralize any really bad teams. Um, I just sure. really don't want to see a, an NA fourth seed in the plans. <laughs> like I think that's just like hell no. I would I would dignitas. Let's go, uh, baby. I, I feel like I feel like we're just exposing ourselves to embarrassment. At that I would point. drown number four, at that point. <laughs> our number four team is not going to make it out of plans. I don't think oh so. Oh my god! The and time, the only time I have confidence in our number four team making out of plans is if Whipple comes to NA as a mid laner and demands a good team. That's about it. <laughs> and with that, that's pretty much it, guys. Anything else you want to say before we close out? We had a pretty really good show, actually. Show went pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm rooting for uh, RNG and um, C9. I always root for my NA team, and I love LPL. I'm not a fan of LCK, so those are the two teams I'm rooting for. That's vote go RNG. C9 win, baby. Let's go. C9 winning MSI 2021. Let's go. In blabber we trust, and then once it's mid game in perks. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, if perks doesn't win an MVP at some point in his career, that's just a travesty. This guy's always qual- MVP quality candidate. That's just me. All right, last question. We're heading out. PSG challenge has some potential to upset EU and NA. Well, I mean, to be fair, PSG did beat Rogue last year, so and Machi beat TL. Anything's possible, man. This will actually be a very, very good litmus test for detonation focusing in the region of LJL with Japan because they actually do get to uh, kind of scrim and play with, I believe, mostly the Korean teams. So uh, Japan may find itself comp- competing and even outclassing the rest of the minor regions. So they could they could surprise us, or they could mm-hmm. actually just focus and focus and blow up and mm-hmm. be a complete disaster. So either way, yeah, they could, but yeah, we, we need to see it. We need to see it. And with that, we are going to head out of here, guys. See you guys later. Like, comment, subscribe, most of all, enjoy. See you guys here next week because, well, more games will have passed and MSI 2021 will have taken place. So, Lots of games. All right, guys, make sure you do your prep. I'll be doing mine too. See you guys later. Peace. I'm the Nightwing, and we're signing out. Goodbye.